Hello, this is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment. Today is Wednesday, June 3rd, 2020, and I'm here with my co-host, Ilya. Ilya, say hello. We are talking through a Skype call again, talking with people with Skype when they're kind of far, not in, not in my home right now. Um, this episode, in this episode, we're going to be talking about our favorite television shows, and also after that, our favorite things to watch and watch and see on YouTube. So, um, I just want to say, uh, my list starts in the year 1959. My first show, um, is from 1959 to 1964, and that favorite, first show I liked from a long time ago is called The Twilight Zone. Yes, yes. Yes, try to speak loud for the camera, uh, not camera, try to speak loud for my phone app so we can hear your voice nice and good now. That's fine. That's fine. So, um, the reason I chose that show first is every episode, it has this, like, interesting story going along, and then it has this, like, really, like, crazy ending for each of the episodes. Uh-huh. And that's basically the Twilight Zone. And then, you know, they tried to reboot it a few times after that, but the classic original version is the Twilight Zone, 1959 to 1964. Um, do you- do you have any shows you liked from either the 1950s or 1960s? Well, Twilight Zone was definitely one of them. And I think I tried to watch the new one. The one There was like a new one back in like the 70s or something or 80s. I don't, I don't think I liked that one, but the original one I like a lot. Okay, very good. Can you just keep talking for a minute? Just, sure. My, like, That's fine. That's fine. No. Okay. Now, my second show, beginning in 1960 for the 1960s, years, my second show is called The Flintstones. The Flintstones is an is uh, an animated comedy program that uh, started in 1960 and went till 1966, and they made a live action movie in 1994. But from the 1960s, The Flintstones. Anybody um, if it is interested in comedy and animated? That's one of the first animated comedies. Check out The Flintstones from 1960 to 1966. Next show I have in the 60s um, was from 1964 to 1966. I believe it was in black and white, and it was called The Munsters. The okay. Munst, the Munsters. It was kind of like uh, it's they're they're kind of similar to the Adams Family. Kind of similar to it, yeah. And then my fourth. Yeah, the, the yes, the monsters, the monsters was 1964 to 1966. No, 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 I said the Jetsons. Was that in the 60s or 80s? I don't remember. Oh, I, I'm glad you brought up that. Um, so the Jetsons. Let me look up right now, real quick, since we're asking about that show. I want to talk about the Jetsons and how it relates to the Flintstones. So uh, are you sure your mic, uh, your freaking, whatever, your second microphone is going to pick up the speaker sound? Because I was, I was listening to one of your podcasts and uh, I could not hear the person that was talking from the speaker. It may have been hard to hear them. That's why, um, it, it was tough with hearing them. But as long as you speak loud like you are now, you're coming up on the recording just fine. Hopefully. 
fine enough from what they compared to what they were like on theirs. Okay, so the jet. Hopefully, it work, hopefully the mic works so well for your voice and everything. Okay, so the Jetsons. Okay, I just looked it up. It actually ran during the same time as the Flintstones. It says the Jetsons was an animated comedy family TV series for only for one year. It ran from 1962 to 1963. But what's interesting, what connects it to the Flintstones is in the mid to late 1980s, there was this one movie, little TV movie, where the Jetsons and the Flintstones meet. It was like a, like a, they meet each other in the whole movie or the show. It was, uh, let me look, let me look up when that was. Uh, I know that's a thing too. Let me see. When the Jetsons meet the Flintstones. Right, here we go. Okay. Here we go. The Jetsons meet the Flintstones. The Jetsons meet the Flintstones is a 1987, that's right, 1987 animated crossover made-for-television film produced by Hanna-Barbera for syndication as part of the Hanna-Barbera Superstars, Superstar series. Uh, starring the Flintstones and the Jetsons as they cross paths following a time travel experiment gone wrong. So basically what it just said is it's a TV movie where the two shows meet each other in a 1987 TV movie. But the original Jetsons before that TV movie ran the same times as the Flintstones from 1962 to 1963. And the shows connect to each other, to each other in that way. So, there you go. Okay. And now, for my fourth and final show from the 60s, me, of course, being a big fan of the Batman, Batman franchise series, the Batman things, uh, the Batman comedy TV series ran from 1966 to 1968 and had three seasons. And those are my four shows from the 1960s that I enjoyed watching. Mm hmm Yep. Okay. Um, if you think of 60 shows on later on that you, that you like, let me know. I'm going to jump right into my three shows from the 1970s. My first show from the 70s is called The Jeffersons. It's a funny comedy. The Jeffersons. Uh-huh. I don't know if you're familiar with them or not. Yeah, it's one of my favorite shows. Yeah, it's a good show. They ran from 1975 to 1985. My, sec my second show from the 70s, it ran from the 70s to the 80s, is called The Love Boat. The Love Boat. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay, um, they were, uh, it's a, a comedy show thing that, of course, runs on a boat. And my third and final favorite show from the 1970s is called Three's Company from 1976 to 1984 with, with, um, I forget how you say his first name, but his last name is Ritter. He passed away and he lived with two women on the show and... Hi, Jinx and Sue, and it was called Three's Company. Come and knock on my door. Come and knock on my door. We've been waiting for you. And dun 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 dun. Three's Company, too. Funny, funny show. Three's Company. Alright. What's that? Say it again. No, no, no. They, on the show, on the show, on a lot of the episodes, he pre he pretended to be, to be gay, but his character is straight. Yeah, Suzanne Summers, man. I could talk about her for a minute, bro. 
Jeez, that woman is fucking... Yeah, she was in the original episode, the first few seasons, and then for whatever reason, she got booted off the show in midway through, and then it was like, they tried to replace her with, like, some new actresses, but she was on the first few, the first two seasons or so. She was in the original run, yes. So, um, I'm gonna let you, uh, talk about what you like about her. Oh, well, of course, of course. Uh, so yeah, she looked good. She was uh, the original woman uh, until they let her go, and then there was just the other brown woman, uh, brown-haired woman. Uh, she was in Three's Company. Then later starred, of course, in the 1990s, 1991 to 1998 little Brady Bunch-like uh, uh, show, Step by Step with Step by Step with. If you want to get talk about that show later, that's fine. But we're still in the 70s. We're not at the early 90s yet. If you want to talk about her on. Uh, um, step by step later on, but I'm, we're still on Three's Company right now in the 70s shows. So, um, you liked how she looked, and it had other good looking women on the show, and there was, there was funny, you know, hijinks with him and the women on, uh, Three's Company. And those are my, those are my three shows from the 70s. Now I'm gonna jump into my shows from the 1980s. Okay, my first show I liked from the 80s is called Family Ties. It starred Michael J. Fox, and I liked him in Family Ties. That show ran from 82 to 89, and then in 1987 to 1996, I loved watching the animated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles show, because as, as a kid, I grew up with the Ninja Turtles. I don't think I ever made it till the 96 part, but Ninja Turtles is the second show. Um, in 1984, the Alex Trebek version of Jeopardy started, which is now in its, like, 36 or 37th season. I love Jeopardy with Alex Trebek. He's still, um, he's still doing it, um... And my last show of the 80s I want to talk about um, is for the this great show that people should check out. It's called The Wonder Years with uh, Fred Savage. It ran from 1988 to 1993. It had six seasons, and it has 115 episodes. I have the DVD with extra bonus special features. Really classic, great show people should check out. If they've never seen it, it's called... The Wonder Years. And then, okay, so we got Jeopardy, we got Family Ties, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Jeopardy, The Wonder Years, and then this show, that's fifth and final show of the 80s that we're going to talk about. Um, we can both actually talk about, I think we could, because we both have it on both our lists. Family Matters, 1989 to 1998. Family Matters with, of course, uh, Steve Urkel. What are your thoughts on Family Matters? I have lots of thoughts. I'm just going to let you keep talking for now because you're kind of Oh, okay, thank you. Okay, thanks. I'm on a roll now. So let me just jump into the 90s then. Okay, but it started at the end of the 80s, called 1989. It ran from 1989, 1989 to 1993, um, called Saved by the Bell. They're actually doing a rebooted series soon. They're doing a rebooted series soon with some of the original cast. And Saved by the Bell with um, Mark, Mark Paul Glossier, Mario Lopez, and the, and the rest of the people. Um... Towards the end, two of the original women left, and then they tried to have it with a different woman. That didn't really work out. But uh, Saved by the Bell, and it's also getting rebooted in a series soon. And then after Saved by the Bell for the 90s, I have Friends, which ran from 1994 to 2004. It had 10 seasons. Of course, everybody's seen at least a few episodes of Friends. Then I got Seinfeld. Um, Just, uh, yeah, Seinfeld, of course, with uh, Jerry Seinfeld and his three friends and... Uh, I, I, I like the show, but, and I don't like it anymore. It's kind of, uh, it's kind of mean-spirited a lot. A lot of, it's uh, very mean-spirited. Um, 
And then I got, after Seinfeld, I got a show on MTV. In, in the 1980s, MTV played music, but then in the 90s onwards, they just did this reality crap and stuff. But uh, there was this one show from the late 90s, early 2000s, I liked from MTV that was called Undressed. And it was really, it was really like a, like a, a cock block series because they, they, they tease you with the girls in their underwear, but it was on MTV, basic cable. So it's not like, it wasn't on like the premium network. So it's like, it teased about sexual stuff, but like they never actually saw them pass their underwear. And it's, but the show was called Undress from MTV and it ran from 1999 to 2002. And it was a funny little anthology series. And then after Undressed in Seinfeld, I got That 70s Show, ran from 1998 to 2006, with, uh, I believe, eight, yeah, eight, eight seasons. The, the, the final season's the worst, but That 70s Show is a funny, uh, show about, uh, these young people from the 70s. What'd you say? I said the 70s. Yeah, the 70s was called That 70s Show. Yeah, the, the years that actually take place are 1976 to 1979. So try to wrap around your head how a show from 1976 to 1979 had eight seasons. That must mean that like 1977 and 1978 were like for like most of the mid-seasons. But okay. And then after That 70s Show, a show that began in 2000 I called, was called Boston Public. It ran from 2000 to 2004. This Boston Public show was about a high school, about the teachers and students. I enjoyed watching that back in the early 2000s. And then I have three more remaining shows in the uh, 90s. I got South Park animated on uh, Comedy Central. It ran in 1997. Now they're in the 20-something of seasons. Very funny show. Uh, South Park. Um, uh, And I love the counselor guy. The counselor guy is always like, Okay. Okay. And then the next animated show I also have, starting in 1999, from that, is is called Family... Yes? Sorry? I was just joking around. Oh, okay, that's fine. So, again, South Park, uh, South Park, the, um, counselor guy, he's like, mm-kay, mm-kay. Then the next animated show I got on here from the 90s, I got, starting in 1999, and still running now, is called Family Guy. Okay, that's a funny oh. show. Family Guy. Yeah. And Family Guy, okay, he's like, he's like, bird, bird, the bird is the word, the bird, bird, bird is the word. <clears throat> Okay, and now my and now my final lit show on the nineties ran from nineteen ninety to nineteen ninety six, starring Will Smith, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, a West Philadelphia, born and raised on his playground. I spent most of my days. Okay, so the Fresh Prince, and of course he had his his cousin um, Carlton, where I like um, Dent. Dun, 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 jump on it! Jump, oh no, no, I'm sorry, not jump on it. That's the second song I like of, it, of them. No, the first song, of course, is the Carlton. Did it? It's, it's not unusual to have fun with anyone. Didn't? I saw so I did the Carlton and Apache jump on it. Love Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Uh, lasted six seasons, and of course, after Fresh Prince of Bel Air ended, Fre- uh, Will Smith had a big movie career of lots of movies. Um, so wait, so before, uh, you go into more of your shows, um, so basically that's a run through so far of my six, 1960s to 1990s shows. If you want to go back to previous decades before 90s or early 90s, I know you wanted to talk about step by step. Uh, let's get some of your shows in there. Okay, 
Okay, sorry. Okay, so sorry. I was just kind of enjoying listening to you, but uh, yeah, man. Let me think about that. So I'm still eating. Can you hear me? Okay, right? Yeah, now? I can hear you. Okay. Okay, I'm still eating. That's fine. Okay, so, give me a minute. Okay. Hmm. No, you, you're on a roll. Great. So, so, so back. So, because I know you mentioned before we started this recording how you mentioned that you like the show, um, step by step. So I wanted to get a little, little, a little, a little bit of your thoughts on the show, step by step. Okay, that's fine. So, guys, those were my shows from the 60s and 90s, and I have a much shorter list for the 2000s and 2010s, so I'm just going to get right into some of those. Uh, here in the 2000s, I like, after Seinfeld, um, Larry David made his own show where he starred in, and it's called Kirby Enthusiasm. It started in 2000. It continues now in 2020. There's 10 seasons. I just recently saw the 10th season, and that's called Curb Your Enthusiasm. Very funny show on HBO. Uh, on CBS, I like the uh, NCIS. It started in 2003. It's about to enter its, I believe, 18th season in the fall. And then it got a spinoff show called NCIS Los Angeles. I, lo- I like both NCIS and NCIS Los Angeles. And then going back to the ABC network, which re- which had, had the Wonder Years back in the late 80s and early 90s, currently starting in 2013 and now about to enter its eighth season in the fall of 2020. I like the show called The Goldbergs. Uh, takes place in the 1980s and is um, about to enter its eighth season. And it's a funny show uh, about a, a family that lives in Jenkintown, Pennsylvania, which is very close to uh, us here in, in Philly, Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And now my third show, I have my final show from the 2000s or 2010s is called Shameless. It's on um, Showtime and it's about to enter at the end of this year. It's uh, 11th and final season. So the 11th and final season of Sh- Shameless. Uh, is starting soon and I got into Shameless from my uh, other friend uh, the H-Man and now um, while uh, my co-host still wants me to talk before he talks a little bit later I'm going to quickly go into my list of YouTube channels that I like to watch I listed uh, 16 channels I like um, that are I watch more so than things I watch of less of. So my YouTube list of channels of YouTube content I watch is a channel number one I called Psych to Go. It's a psychology channel. Um, it's mostly run by Asian people, and they update their. Uh, they've been updating their videos pretty. Uh, pretty recent now they sometimes they do two or three videos in one day or at least one video a day but every day or every other day there's new videos where they talk about psych psychology content my second channel on youtube is called charisma on command uh one of the guys from them uh one or both of them were from philadelphia also or around this area and they their, their channel's great on getting charisma and the way they talk about that stuff on Charisma on Command. Very recommend their their channel, Charisma on Command on YouTube. My third channel on YouTube I like to watch is this guy called Review King MB. He was Review King MB, Michael Brown. Mike Brown, uh, he uh, was born in 1988, and I like some of his videos that he puts out. Not all of them, but I like a lot of his videos. Now, the fourth person I have is called Sean Chandler Talks About. He's from Texas, and I, I, I've been following him. I like what he puts out with his content. It's called Sean Chandler Talks About. Um, he's got He got really big now. I think he's got like over 100,000 subscribers now. The fifth channel I like to watch is called C and C and IMAX. I really don't know how many subscribers he has. 
Um, but he's from California. He doesn't do content that much, but when he does, I watch all his stuff. The sixth channel I like to talk about is called The Take. It was formerly known as Screen, Screen Prism, and The Take is by these two women, and, uh... They, like, do essays about a movie and TV shows. And I don't watch all their shows because I don't like all their um, movie or TV shows. But I watch some of the ones that I do like. And they're called The Take. They were formerly called Screen Prism. And they do, like... The only problem is they their videos are, like, 20 minutes long. But um, they do, like, video essays on, like, movies and TV shows. The seventh channel I like to watch is called Ian Zengenz... Zengenger, E-I-N-Z-E-L-G-A-N-G-R. It's this guy that talks about... Um, philosophy, but like makes it fun. He talks about it in a fun way about philosophy. Then the eighth channel is called Martin Martin Goldberg, formerly known as Economic Invincibility. His channels are all education wise. He talks about all kinds of stuff, politics, uh, money, all that kind, all kinds of stuff of that nature. But like it's it's under an educational label. Uh, his name's Martin Goldberg. He was formerly called Economic Invincibility, but now it goes by Martin Goldberg. The ninth channel I like to watch is called John Campia. It's this Canadian guy who talks about movies and TV shows and current events about that. Tenth channel is called Watch Mojo. Watch Mojo is one of the seventh watch channels on YouTube, and I watch most of what they put out, but not everything I like. They they do like six or seven videos in one day sometimes. Eleventh channel is called Anthony Spade. Um, Anthony Spade is a gentleman who's in his late 30s. He used to be in the military like you. And he just talks about all kinds of stuff that I find interesting. He's putting out new content more recently, and I like to watch him. I also like to watch number 12, this guy called Better Bachelor. Uh, he talks about different articles and uh, current event type things. Um, I also watch, uh... Haphazard stuff, who, um, sometimes talks about James Bond, but he also talks about other, um, popular things too. Dutch Bond fan, uh, also Bond content. Dutch, hazard, hazardous stuff, Dutch, Dutch Bond fan, and being James Bond. All of them do, um, James Bondy type stuff a lot. Uh, that's what some of those are mainly about. And the last big YouTube thing I like to watch, um, is a gentleman known as Tyrone Ma Tyrone Magnus from Southern Jersey. His real name is Tyrone M. Crawley. Yes, he's he says his last name a few different times. His last name is Crawley, but goes by the stage name for his entertainment career. And he's an actor and voiceover talent. Tyrone Magnus. Um, I love he entertains people. I love watching him entertain me every day with some of his videos. And those are the sixteen things I like to watch on YouTube. But now we're gonna jump back to television. Um, you uh, 60s, 60s, 70s, 80s. Tell me what shows you like and what you like about them. Okay, yeah, I gotta think about it. Even though I had time to think about it, I was kind of listening to you and some things. But, uh, yeah, so let me think about that. Uh, just kidding. Anyway, hmm. so, I mean, I like the Flintstones for sure. I didn't realize they were that old. Yeah, Flintstones, the Flintstones was, uh, 1960 to 1966. Yeah, yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. I was just saying, I didn't realize that before. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, anyway, so, yeah, so I like the Flintstones. I really like the Jetsons a lot more than I like the Flintstones. Flintstones, I don't know. I mean, for me, I don't think it was the whole, like, issue with 
I don't think it was the futuristic aspect of it versus the prehistoric aspect of it. I think for me, what really did it was the whole, uh, it was the, I don't know what the word is exactly, but basically like the, like the lifestyle they had, it was that pre-60s lifestyle, home life lifestyle, meaning it was the working husband and the stay-at-home, uh, kind of like she was pretty much like the stay-at-home trophy wife. The way I think of her, you know what I mean. I don't think she worked. I think she like literally got. Can I can I ask you can I ask you a quick question about that? Do you do you do you uh, did you ever see what I was talking about? How were they in that one little TV movie? The the two shows met up, or you never saw that TV movie? The what the what now? Not in nineteen in nineteen eighty seven. They brought both shows in for a TV movie where the Jetsons meet the Flintstones in a nineteen eighty seven TV movie. Have you ever saw the nineteen eighty seven movie where the show where the two shows meet? No, no, I never saw that. I don't know if I ever cared to see it. Oh, if you don't care, if you don't care, then I'll guess. I guess we'll just talk about the Jetsons themselves outside of the movie. So you said you liked the woman. She was a housewife, and they did their thing and everything. Correct. Right, Jetsons. Okay. Right. So I look. When I just looked it up when it ran, and apparently it was only one year. So I guess they only had like one season. I believe they said that the Jetsons was just from 1962 to 1963. So it had a short run, but it was for for whatever they came out with, it was entertaining. Correct. Um. So, so that's okay. So, Jetsons and Flintstones are shows there from the 60s. Any other 60s shows before we move to the 70s? Well, I haven't, I haven't finished yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So, what I'm trying to say is, excuse me a second. I'm thinking, because I kind of like, I lose, I get distracted really easily. I lose my track, my train of thought really easily. Because I was still kind of like trying to talk about the, the Jetsons. And then you started talking about... The TV movie. But go ahead. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, so anyway, what I'm saying is... Uh, bro, hold on. It's alright. It's okay. I, if I'm talking, just let me finish up. Sure, sure. No problem. Because I can't mm-hmm. fucking remember what I was talking mm-hmm. about. Anyway, so what I was, all I was trying to say was the reason I like the fucking the Jetsons so much. I think it's because I just like the whole dynamic. I like their whole, like... You know, she had yeah, like a stay-at-home wife, and it's like everybody had their roles. Even though technically the Flintstones was the same way, she, I think she was a stay-at-home wife also. But it was like that whole, you know, she had the skirt, I think, on. She didn't wear pants. She had like a skirt. She had the red hair, the like super nice red hair, and it was like super kind of like, like I said, super 1940s kind of thing, like post World War Two, or even maybe pre World War Two. But it was that whole like. It's very that it's called. I, I think, like I read in psychology book, it's called the univer, uh, universal. No, nuclear family. That's what it's called. The nuclear family. And mm. Not nuclear mm. power. It has mm. to do with the nuclear meaning nucleus. Mm. That there was like a nucleus where the you know there was a stay-at-home wife, and then the, you know the kids and the husband, and it was it was called the nuclear family. That that it doesn't really I guess exist anymore in that way because. Now, society, society's changed, but there's nothing like the old nuclear family way to how it used to be. You say nuclear? However you pronounce it. I, don't, I, mean, I, mean, I might be pronouncing it wrong, but they don't make it like that anymore. That's good stuff. No, it, it wasn't a, I mean, it's not, it wasn't a good thing or a bad thing. Like Neutral, 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 neutral. Neutral thing. No, it, bro, I have my own opinions on that. <laughs> okay, that's fine, that's fine. Okay, I understand. <laughs> I yeah. think that's the reason why I like that. I like their whole flying car. I like their whole like 
They mm. weren't like rich, but they were like upper middle class, basically. I don't think they were like upper class, mm. but they were upper middle class. Yeah. And to me, that was like, that was for me the epitome of what I guess I wanted. And that's, as, a, as an adult, that's what I wanted. I wanted that whole like 2.5 kids and, you know, the, the stay at home wife, or at least more or less, not necessarily a stay at home wife, not necessarily a homemaker wife. But just, just someone that I that I guess I would feel empowered as a man that I was providing for the family and, and she could just kind of just enjoy being a wife, enjoy just being a woman, and she didn't she wouldn't have to really work. I really like that. And I like that about the show. Because to me the roles were very, very well defined roles. And I like when things are well defined and things are clear and there is you know besides of, like, besides the wife character do you remember um any other characters that were also on the show well of course there was the husband obviously and then they had that fucking robot dog i think were there any kids were that well who were the kids any kids yeah they had like two kids i believe and a baby so they had like three kids I think, three kids some kids and they had a dog what kind of thing a robot dog i think they had like a freaking robot dog what did you think about the show's interpretation about um, technology, like, or how technology they thought would be? I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm sure that people realized that that was just kind of almost like a spoof. That I don't, I think most people realized that it was just a fabrication. That it wasn't. That not. That in reality, 40 years from then, or whatever, things wouldn't be. We wouldn't have fucking flying cars and shit. Mm. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, Realize that just like they had the fucking hoverboard in Back to the Future, I, I'm sure people realized that you know it was when they Back to the Future was made in whatever 1985 or whatever it was. People, I'm sure people realized that in 2000 whatever they, they we weren't gonna have fucking hoverboards. I mean, sure. Well, you're. you're- I just I'm I'm a fan of that series uh, actually and I'll be doing something with that stuff with that soon but so I just want to clarify and that uh, what you're speaking of with the hovercraft and everything is from the first sequel Back to the Future Part 2 when they go into 2015 that's where that was that wasn't in the original classic movie no I know that oh okay okay just making sure okay I'm just making a point I oh that's fine remember, I don't remember every little detail uh, Oh, that's fine. I understand. Okay. Okay. I was just trying to make a point. I understand. I I got your point. Good point. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm sure most people, unless there were, I mean, I'm sure most people, I'm not saying everyone, but I'm sure that most people realized back in the 60s that we weren't going to have fucking flying cars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Way off from flying cars. Uh, (laughs) We have. I mean, cars can drive themselves now, but that's a whole other story. I mean, we have fucking hovercraft. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Well, yeah. uh, no, actually, I think we have civilian hovercraft, maybe, but those things are expensive. Yeah, those things are like half a million dollars a pop. Yeah. So, um, any any last things you want to say about the um, Jetsons before we move on to other shows? Yeah, yeah, yeah I want to say more. Sure, sure, go ahead. Okay, so what I want to say is that's that was like the whole point was that's what I like. I think that's why I like the show because it was easily. It wasn't complicated. It wasn't fucking confusing. Everybody had well-defined roles. It was just really simple, and yet it was fun. It doesn't, you know what I mean? I don't like. Anyway, that's what I like about the show. But I was just kind of, I mean, a lot of it was me just comparing the two shows. I'm not saying I didn't like the Flintstones, but to me, the Flintstones was like it was a lower-class working family, and to me, it didn't appeal to me because 
me personally, I, I, I wanted something. I, I just felt like I don't want to identify with this because that's not who I want to be when I grow up. And I think, I think it's weird because maybe now, that's why, I, I don't know, maybe I'm just thinking now back on it. But I just, you know, what what the reason I didn't laugh, like really love the Flintstones? To me, it was kind of boring. You know what I mean? It just kind of reminded me of my where I when I was growing up. It reminded me of some of the people that lived near me or whatever. And I just had like, I don't know. I just had an idea of like, what, who do I want to be? And I didn't want to relate, I guess, to people that to me seemed like they were a lower class. Not not the fact that they were working. That didn't bother me. I like manual labor. I'm, you know, I am a technician after all, so it's not that. It's just I don't know how to explain it. Like, I, 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 I get you. I understand. I like the whole Jetsons. They were preppy and they were like, you know, they had a nice mm-hmm. place. They were well off. They were upper middle class. I like that. I don't know if that makes me sound shallow or if it makes me shallow. Uh, sorry, excuse me. <clears throat> I don't know if it makes me sound shallow or conceited or some other fucking negative word. But the point is. If it does, then it does. But my, my point is, I like, I, it appealed to me. And I think it would still appeal to me now as an adult. But anyway, so moving on as far as the 60s. There's a show I like. It wasn't, I don't know if it was called I Spy or not. But it was the show with Bill Cosby when he was only like 25. And Leonard something, Leonard something. It was a spy, it was a spy show. But I don't remember what it was called. I don't think it was called. And maybe it was called I Spy. But it wasn't The Man from Uncle. The Man from Uncle is a different show. Or anyway. Hold on a sec. Anyway, we can actually we can actually uh, talk about that. Hold on a sec. I'm gonna tell you exactly when it re- aired. Hold on a sec. Okay. I don't remember, but if you look up Bill Cosby. I'm doing that now. <laughs> I'm doing it. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, so I Spy was an action-adventure comedy series, TV series that ran from 1965 to 1968 uh, about a pair of two agents. And the, the, the one agent was Robert Culp and Kelly Robertson, but Alexander Scott, both with 82 episodes of them, guys, Alex and Scott was then played by Bill Cosby. Oh, so it was I Spy. Oh, yeah, and it ran in the nineteen in the mid to late nineteen sixties. I Spy with Bill Cosby. Right. So what I'm saying is that okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it's good. So it's a good point. So I I, I thought it was called something else, but no, it's it called I Spy with Bill Cosby. You're right. That's actually one of my favorite shows, and I found it by accident. I don't remember how. I think it, was, it might have been like on fucking. Excuse my language. Uh, pardon. Whatever. Part of my French. I remember how to say part of my French in French. So I guess it will be pardon me français or something like that. I, I, I don't know about French. Anyway, I know je m'appelle, s'il vous plaît, all that. Anyway, that's besides the point. Sorry, I'm getting off. Hold on. So wait a sec. Wait a, hold on. Can I, can, I, can I chime in real quick? Okay, before we get too into this, I just want to say for this current recording, um, it says for my app on the online on the desktop, it says for the app that uh, I can only record 60 minutes at a time. We're currently at 35 minutes in, so when we when we get to 55 minutes, we're gonna want to stop this, have my save my work, and then start a new recording con- to continue talking because it can't really record past one hour. And we're gonna get to 55 minutes and 20 minutes real soon on this first uh, recording. 
Okay, great. So almost at 36 minutes in, you were talking about what you like about I Spy from the 60s. Oh, you found it by accident. Which way did you find it by accident? And I actually liked it a lot. It was actually a really, really good show. Really, really good show. And I don't think people ever fucking talk about it. It's kind of weird because people always talk about The Man from Uncle and uh, as far as being a spy show. And yeah, I really liked it a lot. And so anyway, I'll, I'll get into it in a minute. I'll let you speak for a minute because I want to kind of... Okay. So for anybody that hopefully listens to this one day, once I have this uh, published, um, I guess you are already now well aware that uh, uh, Bill Cosby is not doing exactly well for himself these days, to say the least. Yeah, no, 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 sure. Everyone, uh, I don't remember if I'm saying it correctly, but the way I remember is the saying is everyone falls off their throne or something. Eventually, yeah, eventually, on. yeah. He's on top of crap. So, but anyway, so yeah, so it is what it is. I'm not really, I'm not really, like, following all that. That's fine, that's fine. Let's, 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 let's uh, move on then. Um, let's talk about what we like about, um, let's, let's talk about what we like about Family Matters and Step by Step. Uh-huh. Let's talk about it. Okay, great. So what do you like, what are some things you like about both those shows? They ran in the late '80s to, um, and then to a lot in a lot in the '90s uh, for a lot of both of other shows. Uh, family Matters, of course, with Steve Urkel, and uh, Step by Step had the two families that got together. It was kind of like a '90s version of uh, a Brady Bunch. What do you like about Family Matters and Step by Step? Well, I, I wasn't done with High Spy yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm I'm sorry. Okay, go. Let's go back to High Spy. No, no, I wasn't. Talk about it right in a second. I just wanna make oh. my uh, my drink. Oh, that's fine. Okay, that's that's all. That's cool. Oh, that's what I said. You go ahead and talk. All right. So while he gets his drink, I'm gonna talk some more. Um, I like Jeopardy. It's uh, actually what happens is Jeopardy when people when the contestants actually get on the show, it's actually the actual show they get on to perform in is actually a lot easier than the actual test it takes to get on. Now these days people can get on through an online adult test, but um I which I took a few times, it's very hard. Um it's actually the online test to get onto Jeopardy is more difficult than actually being on the show, but I like watching Jeopardy and I get, I do get some of the clues right. And there's even some rare times when I I there are actually some rare times when I actually get final Jeopardy correct. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, and then, like I said, also with the 80s, that, that started in 84 with Alex Trebek. But I really love The Wonder Years. Great show. It takes place in 1968 and ends in 1973. And it's got great music from that era and the story. And also had the nuclear, or however you say, whatchamacallit family. And uh, if you've never seen The Wonder Years, I really highly recommend it. Um, and then, like I was saying, back for the 70s... Um, Jefferson's is funny, Love Boat's funny, and of course, uh, the Three's Company was funny, um, and unfortunately, at some point, for whatever reason, uh, I don't know if she was fired or quit, but, um, Suzanne Summers was only in the beginning, but she wasn't in the later seasons, uh, great funny show, Three's Company. Right. Uh, I got you. Yeah. Uh, let me see, anything I can say about the 90s shows? Yeah, I listed off a lot of 90s shows earlier that I like, and, uh... 
tour animated series. Then there were a lot of uh, a lot of comedies and uh, mostly comedies, really. And uh, yeah, that was one of my shows from the 60s through 90s. I had a few from the 2000s, and then I listed um, my 60 YouTube channels. Um, before we jump back into television. What kind of stuff do you like to watch when you're able to have free time to watch on um, the YouTube.com? What do you like to watch on YouTube? Well, well, let me think about that. I honestly don't watch that much YouTube. Okay, really? That's good. That's really impressive because I really, over the past number of years now, the past four to five years, I've been getting uh, really, really, really addicted to watching YouTube. Uh, So that's really... um, admirable on your part that you really haven't got addicted to any of the real any of the channels or things to watch on there yeah i don't really i can't i just honestly cannot find that much interesting stuff to watch i used to for a while i was watching freaking public freakouts that was my thing for a few months i don't know who Uh, they are but what what, what were they about it's just people fucking freaking out it was literally what it's literally what it says public freakouts people just fighting over dumb shit and just freaking out like mcdonald's and freaking out of walmart about everything and anything and everything like let's say somebody was like uh they didn't like customer service so they would start arguing customer service or somebody didn't like how it was a it was a dude it was funny the dude was like at a 7-eleven or something and he freaking gave anyway by the way uh tangent real quick is sure. the microphone picking things up well? Are you, is it like right next to the speaker or what? It's... My app is recording. Um, I don't know how well. I know with the previous guys, it, it didn't connect too well, but I'm hoping... You're, you're speaking pretty loudly, so I, I hope hopefully it's picking it up mostly pretty well. We won't know until I publish it, um, but I'm uh, hoping it goes okay. People don't hear me. They're probably better off for it. No! Uh, all right so in like a few seconds we're reaching 42 minutes in so i'm probably gonna publish it like 55 minutes and then we can go into a part two on this okay sounds good anyway so long story short like i said that there was like a freaking episode or whatever at public records where the dude was at a 7-eleven or something like that and he was trying to for what he was buying over like pennies or something and the dude the dude that was behind the counter was like I'm not gonna take your change I'm not gonna count it or whatever that reminds wait and are they a YouTube channel? it's not a channel it's like a it's just like a uh, it's just videos it's one of and one of the videos oh well, they, that but when you said the whole penny thing it reminded me about one of the episodes on Seinfeld uh Kramer went to the store and tried to just pay with only in pennies yeah so it's funny it's yeah a good show. yeah but uh anyway so the point is that the the guy behind the counter didn't want to take it and he was telling the guy who was paying to count it for him and the guy who was paying basically said it's not my job it's your job to count it and the guy said well I don't want to freaking count it and I'm not going to accept it you have to so just give me cash or whatever and he was like well I want, I don't want to count it and then the guy was just like the dude behind the counter basically said well fuck you then just fucking leave I don't want to fucking sell it to you and he was like well what are you doing I'm giving you money, real money blah 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 and the other dude was like no I don't give a fuck anymore just leave I just want you to leave my fucking store blah 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 and it was just dumb shit like that some of it was really good. There was one where this lady, lady, or however, 
For sure, for sure, for sure. The dude was cool about it, whatever. I, I definitely like admire him for that. Applaud him for not losing his shit with her, not losing his cool, but I still think he should have called the cops. Okay. Um let's try to refocus again about um old television shows. Yeah, let's refocus. Okay, great. So when I asked why you're trying to make your drink with I want you to have a nice good drink you made, um but with your drink and whatnot, um uh we both had family matters on our list, so I wanted to talk about a little bit about what you liked about the show Family Family Matters. It was what? I Spy. Oh, I'm sorry. We're still in the '60s. Okay, sorry. '60s I Spy. Go ahead. You never left the '60s. I was just kind of. Oh, that's fine. Let's say stay in the '60s then. 1960s, 1965 to whatever the, the mid to late '60s. Bill Cosby and the White Guy. I Spy. Go. Yeah, anyway, so the point was, I really liked the show, it was really good. Now, why did I like the show is my next point. Oh, good. Uh, I like the show. Mm. One, the characters were really fun. Bill Cosby was really fun to watch. He was really young. He wasn't anything like like his characters when he was older, like... Cosby Cosby Show. And shit like that. And he wasn't like, when he did a stand-up comedy, wasn't like that either. He was just really kind of like... I want to say kind of quirky, kind of goofy, but very like preppy, very kind of like almost sophisticated. Anyway, so I like there was there were two episodes for sure that I can remember that I really, really liked a lot. And I honestly don't think I've ever seen anything like that in any movie or any TV show or anything. What what accidentally what accidentally got you uh, finding the show? Dude, I remember. This was back in the day when I was just kind of like... Oh, okay. So, sorry. More about... Okay, then I'm back to the, the two favorite episodes. Yeah, so as far as I remember, there, there's probably more episodes that I really like. There probably are more episodes than me. But these are the two I can remember offhand, okay? Okay. So, one episode was really cool. Uh, it was basically about, like, a retired general. So, I guess in a way, it was, it was, it was just a little bit similar to Apocalypse Now with Marlon Brando and um, Martin Sheen. Similar in the sense that there was a, there was, just because they were both high-ranking high military officials and they were kind of not, they didn't go rogue, but they were kind of like on their own fucking plan kind of thing. So other than that, at that, at that point, they, it ends, right? Because Apocalypse Now was that he was a rogue colonel 
basically was like, I don't know what he was doing that was wrong, except like it wasn't following orders. I don't know why he had to be killed. I don't remember that either. The point is, that's it. But so anyway, so this episode was, there was a, like a retired general. He was in a wheelchair. I remember that. And I don't remember the details of the episode, but I do remember that he was in a wheelchair. And for some reason, he, something happened where like he married this like Cambodian woman or like Indonesian or some woman that was like from an Asian country and she was really young and I think she was cheating on him or something like that I don't remember the details but I remember that he ended up fucking like throwing her off a cliff I don't know how he did that from a fucking wheelchair but I remember that happened. I think he had, like, he, had, he had like his own fucking biceps or something it was just kind of cool because they were Geez, man, that's that's nuts. I had never seen anything like that. And anyways, and what? And that was one episode. And what was the second episode about? The second episode I liked a lot more, and it, again was like nothing like I'd ever seen anywhere before or since. So it was basically like there was some kind of warlord in some fucking country. I don't know, probably a big country. Maybe it was a made-up country. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. But he was legit, like a fucking warlord. Like there, there was, there was like there was an instability. There was no like central government that was powerful enough to like control things. And there was just warlords all over the place. And so, anyways, the fucking warlord was in love with some American woman or British woman, some kind of Western woman, white woman. And he was in love with her, and she was in love with him. And and her father was some kind of like really rich okay. person. And he, father, didn't want his daughter to be with him. Okay, Ilya, Ilya, hold on a sec. Before you yeah. can, before you continue, it's about to reach 15 minutes in in 30 seconds. I want to stop and publish this fr- first little thing, and then we're gonna continue discussing this in a part two. Okay, well, I'm gonna stop for now because I don't wanna, I don't wanna get into part two yet because I'm just so freaking tired right now. So what I'll let you do is I'll let you publish it and let me listen to it because I wanna see, I wanna see if it. Uh, I want to try to listen to it, or I'll listen to it later. Where, 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 where do you want me to send you to listen for it? How, where should I send the listen at? To what you think? Facebook is fine. Facebook Messenger? Yeah, that's fine. Send me the link for this episode that we just did. Okay, sounds good. Alright, well then, if you're tired, uh, I'll talk to you later and I'll send you the episode. For anybody who's still, for anybody who's still here, thanks for listening to us for our Ilya and Millennium Emotions Entertainment Television Talk. And I hope you enjoyed this. Thank you so much, everybody. And that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Bye. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Okay. You don't have to hang up with me, buddy.